Welcome back to the Passive Road to Retirement podcast. We are your hosts, Andrew Jarrett and Nick Cooper. Today, we're joined by Augustino Pintus. Augustino is the founder and CEO of Bulletproof Cashflow, where he applies nearly two decades of real estate experience to source, negotiate, and acquire commercial properties. He's a dynamic speaker who has spoken at a wide range of events throughout the United States and Canada. His talk topics vary from business strategy to real estate into leadership development. He is always a great resource for aspiring commercial real estate professionals. Augustino, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me on, guys. Appreciate it. Awesome. So we talked briefly in the beginning before we got on uh, the call here. I kind of want to know, what's your thought as far as 2023? Like, what are you doing right now? So, well, I'll give you a little bit of the backstory. Our business really consists of three primary lines, right? We have our acquisition of multifamily, mostly C-class, B-class type stuff. Development is a fairly new line of business where we're doing either ground up development or we're doing redevelopment of existing buildings like the one I'm in right now. This is a Rockefeller building in downtown Cleveland. Oh, I know it. Cool. $135 million deal. That's what this one is. Just this deal, right? So we have stuff like this that we do. And then we do single tenant net lease. So think of like Dollar General, Dollar Tree, Family Dollar, stuff like that. We have a, we have a blind pool fund that goes and acquires these assets it gives you a, a nice risk adjusted return on a monthly basis. Super great cash flowing type of deal, right? So we have these three lines. For 2023, we found that right now there's um the 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 expectations of the guys that are selling multifamily are just they're out of whack, basically, compared to the cost of the debt. And yeah. they're they're trying to get many people asking for you know higher cap rates for C-class stuff, the cap rates, um, you know, they're, 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 rather the, the interest rates from the bank just don't make any sense. I mean, it, it, when, you, when you consider this too, because obviously anybody out there will tell you, here's, here's the NOI, here's what you have to pay the bank. The, the yeah. gap is what we make. The gap is, well, actually the gap is what we distribute to our investors and keep for ourselves as the guys putting the deal together. It just doesn't make any sense anymore, you know? So, However, there's still a need for housing. Everyone acknowledges that there's still a need for housing in the United States. So when we when we pivoted to the development side of the business about two years ago, we knew that eventually things were going to slow down on the acquisition side. We knew that. We saw it coming, right? So we started developing stuff, and you know the development stuff is is phenomenal. You're you're trading uh, you're, you're trading those same dollars for a brand new asset that you're gonna get better tenants at a higher rental rate. Why not do that? When you couple that with tax abatement and opportunity zone like we'd have here in, in, in Cleveland, it makes it for it makes for a very competitive deal compared to other markets, right? That people are investing in. So that's why we that's why we're, very, okay. we're still very bullish on Cleveland, right? It makes total sense. Um, and then we also last year we launched our, our single tenant net lease deal because throughout this scam scam pandemic Sorry, throughout the pandemic, <laughs> uh, throughout the pandemic, we had people that uh, you know, that that lost their jobs, restaurants closed, all these different things. But those essential businesses kept running, and we saw that. So why not acquire those businesses? Why not go go and partner up with those guys, so to speak? And uh, that's exactly what we did. So now we're able to deliver steady monthly checks to our investors in that in that deal. So it's. Uh, it's a great, uh, great way to to get steady income. So you can say that we have, we're not totally forgetting dumping the multifamily stuff. Obviously, we're not. 
Um, I think there's an opportunity that's coming in, in 2023, just not right now. You know, right now, I think people are just settling down. They're trying to, they're waiting for, to see where things, where things pan out. I think is that's, that's basically what I'm seeing right now. So kind of asked about development here in regards to multifamily. Are you building it like ground up or what's kind of like you're looking at for cost per door and what's kind of your projections for that? It, it really depends on uh, the cost of land and things like that. But generally speaking, it might cost about 250 a door, mm. right? And the rents are going to probably range depending on, 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 you know, the location and such it might be, you know, 1900 to, well, some of our assets up to three grand a, a month rents, Whoa. right? But again, these are better assets, brand new, better tenant class. Uh, you're getting, um, uh, you have tax abatement, 15 year tax abatement. Those are the majority of our deals. So no taxes, which is phenomenal, obviously, and yeah. oppor opportunity zone too. So in, in an opportunity zone type scenario, most opportunity zone deals are crap. All right. They just are. Um, in, in the case of Cleveland, it's very unique because just about the entire city of Cleveland is opportunity zone. Like Rockefeller building where mm. I'm at right now is opportunity zone. Key mm. tower is, is like, like it's 500 feet away and there's a Starbucks up the street. How's that opportunity zone? Right. But it mm. is, you know, so there's a federal building. The federal courthouse is, is across the street from behind me, you know? So it's like, it's most people think opportunity zone. It must be like really, really terrible area. Right. This is, this is one of the few exceptions where it's not. So when you take all that into account, you can afford to pay a little more money for the 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 build out. But again, I think what's good, what's the theme from now from now on from 2023 forward, at least in the short term anyway, you, you investors need to have comfort that what they're investing in is going to be around. It's going to be it's going to be a nice solid asset that's going to produce steady cash flow without with very little fanfare, and those types of assets will do that. You know, so we're trying to shift more towards a little bit of certainty, so to speak, right? Certainly um, the cap rates, if we're just, I never talk about cap rates on multifamily, um, but you know, most people understand cap rates. So I'll speak the lingo, so to speak. Um, certainly it's a lower cap rate. However, the the spread, you're making a little more spread and you're, you're investing in a, in a nice clean asset again with, with, no, with no issues. Everything's brand new, right? And you get a quality tenant. And I think quality tenants right now, now more than ever, because of where we are in the economic cycle, are extremely important. Hey, everyone. Hope you're enjoying this episode. Are you ready to maximize your real estate investing to its full potential? Send me an email at andrew at jarrettcapital.com and take your life and business to all new levels. That's andrew at j-a-r-r-e-t-t capital.com. And that's that's a great point. If people think it's the building, it's no, it's it's the building that attracts that quality resident that pays that high rent that stays there and causes you less pain and heartache. Exactly, exactly. Yep. You know, it's uh, I know that people like the Section Eight scenario, and I'm not I'm not poo pooing Section Eight. There's there's guys that are, that do very very well with Section Eight D class assets. I'm not throwing stones at those guys. You know, Mazel Tov. I'm glad they could do great at that. <laughs> I I don't do that stuff, right? Um, it, it just, it's the, the degree of work required to manage those types of assets. And for, for folks out there listening, yeah, you can buy assets for 10,000 a door. You can buy them here in Cleveland and go to East Cleveland and buy them for 10,000 a door. I literally saw a deal the other day, 10 grand a door. 
you're paying 10 grand a door. That's what you're getting. And you better, you know, you better check it out because one day all the copper will be gone and all the appliances will be, you know, sold off. Right. That's, yep. that's what you're getting, you know? So right. I, I, you know, there was a time when, when I was starting out, yeah, I would do those sorts of deals. I don't do those deals anymore. You know, it's um, especially now post COVID where um, there's, there's a great deal of more stress on the C-class, uh, the, the people living in the C-class tenants, those, you know, they're, they're, they're a great deal more financial pressure these days, right? Mm -hmm. True, true. Yeah. Now, is there a difference in your returns to the investor for your you know, triple net single tenant versus multifamily uh, funds or structures? There, there is, yeah. It's, so you could say that with, with net lease, with single tenant net lease, it's a blind pool fund, right? So it's uh, very different than your regular syndication type deal, your vanilla syndication. Hey guys, we're building this asset in this location or buying this asset in this location. Here it is, here's the rent rolls, here's the demographics. You know, Everybody can see it, we have pictures, yada, yada, yada. In a blind pool with a net lease, we generally say we're buying um, Dollar Generals, Dollar Tree, uh, Walgreens, whatever, right. you know, some sort of guaranteed asset with a lease guarantee, yep. um, you know, but it's, 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 do you, do you, Andrew, really need to know that the, it's a dollar general versus a dollar tree? Do you care if the, with generally not, you just want to know when am I getting my check? Yep. Yeah. Right. Um, the type of assets that we're buying going to have a corporate guarantee, you know, so meaning, uh, Dollar General, if it is in the case of Dollar General, for instance, they're going to back up the lease. If if Dollar General goes out of business, we get paid first as the investors that own the asset before the before the shareholders do. <laughs> that gives you any indication of how secure this deal is. Right? Okay, sure. So certainly it's but it's a it's a risk adjusted return, right? You're getting paid on a monthly basis. It's uh, general. Uh, I can't really share percentages, unfortunately, on here, but. Um, it's it is it is slightly lower than say a development or a multifamily. However, it's extremely predictable, extremely predictable. Uh, and a third of every month we do distribution, right? It's like and you can count on it because as soon as we gotcha. get paid, it, it goes into the account. We do the distribution, it goes out. It's yep. it's quite it's quite simple, right? Um, as opposed to a multifamily, a C-class multifamily. I know you guys have C-class multifamilies. We do. And mm -hmm. it's, uh, you typically, I imagine you guys typically do a quarterly distribution. Correct. Right. And on a quarterly distribution, hey, listen, it's, it, I think, uh, Nick, you're saying you had some stuff here in Cleveland, right? Yeah, so I do. If you have a boiler go out, you know, uh, one December, boiler's going to cost three grand or whatever, four grand to repair it or whatnot. Well, that's going to come off the NOI. Yep. Unfor true. Sorry, Mr. Investor, you're going to, you know, we have to, we have to reduce your, your income this month, you know, yada, yada, yada. Right. So it's, it's a little more choppy, certainly over the annual, you're going to hit your target, but it's not going to, it's not going to be consistent. Right. So you're trading consistency for a higher return. Yeah. You pay for that certainty and that consistency. So that makes sense. Kind of like a T-bill, not a T-bill, but in that a bond. regards, it's like a bond. yeah, bond. It's a bond. It's a bond wrapped in a corporate lease is what it is, yeah. you know? Yep. So it's, and, and not to mention too, when, so we're not just buying the corporate lease, we're buying the assets. So we actually own the real estate. We own the land, right. the building, all of it. And um, when we do that, you also have the depreciation. You have all the other things that come with, with owning real estate. So it's, it's, it's a really good deal. I mean, really. And, and if someone's looking for steady stream of income, that's very secured and makes sense why not do that? And when you have like, what we'll do is we have, like I said, a blind pool, 
we're gonna we we say we're gonna generally buy ten to fifteen of these these uh, these various locations. We typically target uh, red states. We typically target uh, assets between say six hundred and two million. We like you know we, we have a typical thing that we look for. Um, corporate or franchisee backed. You know, there's certain things that we look for. And then, and then that's it. The investor throws in, and then sixty days later, it's like getting paid. It's it's hard to beat. <laughs> you know, it's, it's tough. <laughs> it's tough to beat that. You know, um, mm. it's very consistent. Uh, very different than say development in the development space. Yeah. Uh, certainly, there's there's more juice in development, but you're waiting a little longer, right? Because what happens is you fund it, you build it, and then when by the time you get it leased up. You get you get a refi. The investors collect some of their money back, and then you start doing a monthly or a quarterly cash flow. We do quarterly distributions on the on the development stuff as well. And fortunately, because it is development, it's somewhat predictable, right? Because we don't really have all the issues that you have in like a C class or a B class, where you don't have any surprises about a roof blowing off or whatever, because yeah. you have a warranty on the asset, right? So, and the tenants are going to be a little bit. You know, uh, the, the tenants are going to be a different class of tenant that's going to be living there at higher rents, you know, that kind of thing. So uh, I would say like, as far as returns go, I mean, certainly on, on single tenant, at least it's a little lower, but you're trading that lower, that lower return for steady monthly returns. Very, very predictable. You know, yep. uh, the C class stuff right. has the highest returns. However, you're trading that higher return for, possible choppiness you have to be mm -hmm. as an investor you got to be prepared for that you know development's a good middle ground too so like i said given where we are in the economic cycle right now it's like number one you can't even find decent c-class assets that make any sense anyway and um and, and number two we're, we got to fulfill a need there's a need for 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 new homes there's a need for housing right now so you know why not just do that it makes total sense no it does if you're so if you're doing development how does your investor get paid? So you're developing said property from day one to payout. What's the timeline? How does that kind of work? So generally, um, I'm trying. I'm going to give you a very high level general. I'm good with that. Yeah, because I can't talk about any specific deals. But yep. most of the deals that we're doing right now, they'll they they usually the schedules twelve to eighteen months. Okay. Right. So what they generally do is they, they they're going to get a percentage. Right. But they don't get it all right away. Right. So they put their money in, they're getting zero. And then when we do the, we do the refi, we catch them all up. We go back and all catch right. them all up. Right. So it isn't like as soon as they put their money in, they start getting a return immediately. So it's, it's gotta be somewhat patient money. Mm -hmm. Right. That's generally how it is. So unlike say um, multifamily, for instance, like a C-class multifamily, there's already a building, it's already cash flowing. And uh, the difference though is, if you guys are doing like a value add type scenario, then what you're doing is you're buying the asset. Um, you're you're typically you're going to tell the investors, okay, we'll start doing distributions in sixty to ninety days, depending on on you know availability of parts and whatnot. Yeah. And then you have to implement your business plan, and your, the business plan Im implementation may mean painting units, fixing the exterior. It may also mean uh, you know, cleaning up some of the tenants that are there that have refused to pay rent, if to go through evictions and do all that fun stuff, right? So, which when you have that, it's kind of hard to figure what's going to happen. Again, you have that choppiness that comes with it, you know? Mm -hmm. Certainly the returns, like I said, the returns are generally higher on a multifamily. 
um, depending on how well it's underwritten and whatnot, the, the expectations. But like I said, man, it's like, it's, um, it, it's, it's especially right now, it's like the deal's got to make like real good financial sense. It has to like, Fact. Uh, other, otherwise, I mean, now more than ever, you know, the, the, before you can afford to, to, you know, uh, there's a lot of, a lot of levers to pull on a C-class asset to, to make the numbers look really, really good. Mm-hmm. Now there's very few levers, especially when you, and when you throw in the cost of money, it's literally, it's almost double of what it was uh, a year and a half ago. Yep. You better be right. <laughs> you better be right. <laughs> yeah. You know, some very expensive money. So you better be right. Mm-hmm. Yep. Now you've done a lot of deals over the course of your career. Have you had one or I guess which one hasn't gone right? And what have you learned from that? Uh, you know, generally the, the, I've, I've, I've been really good at picking, picking properties. You know, mm-hmm. I, I would say if anything, um, everything's performed well. The, the only caution I would have is, is primarily for syndicators that are out there and every, I'm sure syndicators are going to start nodding their heads. As soon as I say this is that when you're talking to, to folks and they're, they're interested in investing in your deals, make sure that that person clearly understands what they're getting into. Yes. Um, Because there's guys, there's the gurus. You guys know the gurus all over Facebook. Buy buy this duplex in six months. You're going to be moving to Miami. You're going to get, you're going to buy a Ferrari (laughs) and you're going to, yeah, you're going to live on the beach with a Ferrari and, 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 you know, and all this fun. It's, 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 none of it's true. None of it's true. It's all lies. It it doesn't, it doesn't go down that way. Real estate is tremendously hard work. So, uh, but if you have someone that wants to invest in these types of deals, it puts down $25,000, never take the person's last $25,000. Yeah. Never. Because mm-hmm. all you're doing is, is getting them bugging you all the time and you're taking on that negativity and you don't need any negativity in your life. You're doing yourself a favor by not taking, by not, by not taking their money and investing in the deal. You're, they're better off going to do something else or holding off till they, they feel comfortable truly investing in a deal like this, you know? That's, yep. that's really what it is. I mean, uh, but all of our deals have been, they've been solid performers. Um, we don't, uh, I don't do high risk stuff. I don't do stupid deals. I know that there's people that do that. I just don't, you know, I, I, I don't know. I don't know how else to say it. I mean, I look at other deals and I'm like, wow, you did that, huh? That's, <laughs> you, bought, I think it's... You, bought, you bought a C-class asset in a tertiary market for 250,000 a door. Wow. Yeah. That's uh <laughs> Oh, good luck. You know, so it's like, I don't do deals like that. I, um, we're doing like urban infill. We're doing like right near jobs. You know, that's, that's, mm-hmm. those are my, those are my favorite. Uh, we're building this one for instance, just a $135 million deal that my partner and I signed up for. There's 6,000 jobs literally across the street here. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm not worried. They're building a high rise, brand new high rise. Sherman was building a brand new tower right next door with 6,000 jobs. I'm not worried. We're building, um, almost $40 million of, of ground up development right uh, a block away from Cleveland Clinic, 20,000 jobs. Oh, nice. Wow. I'm not worried. You know, we're going to fill them all up, right? Mm-hmm. So very low risk type of deals. That's what I like doing. They're low risk, good returns, nothing crazy. You know, textbook, plain vanilla stuff. You know, we we structure our syndications like that too. We don't do any kind of crazy waterfalls, hidden fees, none of that stuff. You know, I try to make it as easy and simple as I possibly can. So um, that's, and, and, and I think investors appreciate it. 
um, that's that's again why we do um, we do good solid deals, no frills, no surprises, and for for investors that really want to get in the game and understand how it works. You know, I think that makes sense. Like you don't want to have someone invest in that they don't understand, like a waterfall. If you can't explain it to like my mom, it's probably not a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, it sounds really cool and sexy with your Excel spreadsheet, but like. It gets complicated, like, hey, 80, 20, like 80% is for you, 20% is for the general partner. So just keep it simple. Yeah, yeah. I, I think uh, most people forget that, you know, guys like us, we're in the circuit, meaning, you know, we're, we're, we're doing shows, we're talking to people, we're talking to other guys like us. For us, it's like second nature language, yeah. right? Yep. Uh, for people that are just living their lives that are doing the corporate thing. They don't they don't know what LPGP is, or maybe they do, but they don't really understand it all that much. They're not living it. Like we live it every day, right? Exactly. So, so for us, it means something different. Um, not that it, like, you know, if you're an LP, it doesn't mean you're diminished in any way. It just means it's limited, meaning you're, 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 you're not limited in terms of um, the exposure, right? It's actually limited, sounds bad, limited actually good because you're only limited to the amount of money you put into the deal in terms of the downside. Right. Mm -hmm. So that's not, not always a bad thing. Uh, but anyway, yeah, it's like, it's, it's, just, it's, uh, getting the education out there too is another big thing. Right. But, um, yeah, it's, uh, getting, getting to the, um, getting to that investor and making sure that they clearly understand what they're doing is, is absolutely right. key. Yep. For someone, what's your advice for someone just starting out? Could be active or passive side, that you know, in a W two full time job, and they want to get that first income stream outside their job. What's your advice to them? It really depends on what they want to do, you know. Um, so, in our coaching program, I always ask them, like, what is your overall goal? What is the why? And if the why is just I want passive income. I like what I'm doing. I just want passive income. Then you know what? Maybe you ought to be just investing in deals. Like invest it. If you just want, you know, just a, a single tenant net lease deals, just go do, do that. If you can wait around for some cash to come in and get a big boost at the, you know, in six to 12 yeah. months or 12 mm -hmm. to 18 months, rather go do development, you know, invest in the development side. Yeah. If, if someone is really ready to do the work required to put a deal together, to do the hard work and it's it's hard work guys this is not easy this is yeah. i mean there's certainly you could you can learn it i learned it i mean i was in corporate america before uh i used to run like large enterprise technology and i quit all that to do to do real estate i mean I, you're talking like a six figure six figure career for god almost 30 years dumped mm -hmm. it to go do this you know so yep. and i should have done it sooner right um yes but if that's the, if, if 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 that's the case, if that's if that's if you're that person that really wants to do this, I would start with um, either getting into a mentoring group, getting into getting into some sort of uh, getting onto a team that, that's currently doing it. The biggest hurdle that many people have, unless they're paying for it, because I know you guys have a coaching, we have a coaching, right? Right. If you want to go work with somebody that's currently in your town that's currently buying real estate, that's another method you could do that too. You know, be prepared to deliver value. This is this is the hardest part that many people just can't get over. They they walk into a situation expecting, okay, hey Nick, I want to work for you and I want you to yep. pay me, but I, don't, I can't bring it. I, I can't really do anything. You're gonna say, sorry, um, I got I, I got you know I got I got to devote my time to do other things. Uh, rather, uh, we've like there's there's been there's been times when 
gentlemen came to me that they want to work for me entirely for free just to be near me and get access to my network and, and, and help. Phenomenal. Those are phenomenal people. Those, those people don't come around every day. Right. But if you're mm -hmm. able to help somebody, like say you're a marketing whiz, Hey, Nick, I can help you with your marketing. I'm gonna, I'll work for you for six months for free. All you do is pay for Facebook ads and I'll run them all for you. You'll be like, cool, let's roll. Let's do it. You know? And then you build a friendship, you know, mm -hmm. nothing, nothing wrong with doing that. Um, but uh, that's, that's one way to do it. Studying is another way to do it. Getting into a training program, I think is the best way to get it, to get it done. I mean, honestly, yeah. why, why try to go through the headache of learning all this stuff yourself, cracking open a book. Um, I'm not saying books are dumb or anything else like that, but it's kind of like our brain tricks us. You see, there's, there's um, our brains are designed to keep us safe, not take risks. Comfort zone. Comfort yep. zone. The comfort zone is real. That's okay. so true. Yep. So what happens is someone wants to get into real estate. What they're going to do, they're going to go to Amazon and they're going to order a, a, a book on real estate. Then they, they're going to get that little boost, right? Mm -hmm. the, the little serotonin just goes to their brain and they're like, see, I'm, I'm making my way into multifamily. No, you're not. All I did was buy a book. You still have to read it and absorb the information and then actually do something with it. There's a big chasm there, right? Yeah. The <laughs> best, the best way to do it is to get around other people that are currently doing this and learn from the experts. It's, you might think it's a lot of money up front, but it's way cheaper than making a mistake and screwing something up. Yep. Or dealing with or getting into a partnership with some deadbeat who ends up ends up going to court down the road because no one told you never get a partnership, do a syndication instead, right? Syndications are are not cheap. However, they're cheaper than going to court, right? So <laughs> it's totally worth it. Totally worth it. You know, it's all registered with the SEC. It's all on the up and up. There's no excuses. And it's, uh, you know, it's go, go, going into a training course where there's like-minded individuals and you're learning from each other, uh, led by guys that know what they're doing. There is nothing like it. That is why, in my opinion, do that. If you're really serious about getting into the game, do that. If you're, if you're kind of short on cash, fine. You know what? Learn how to underwrite a hundred deals and then start putting out offers. Yeah. You know, and see, see how well you do. Right. The hardest part is building the credibility, in my opinion. And um, if you're not in a group where you can lean on the credibility of your coaches, it becomes very, very tough to get any type of deal. No broker is just going to hand you a deal because they like you. Yeah, true. They just won't. They They're going to be like, look at LoopNet. Here you go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, well, that's, that's exactly it, you know, because that's how the brokers work. Right. The brokers here in the middle. All right. I know if, if I don't know for an audio or video too, but there's going to be a broker right here in the middle. Right. And then the, as soon as the broker gets a pocket listing, pocket listing, meaning they just get a deal like that's whispered in their ear. Right. They're going to present that deal to the first one or two guys. And if the first one or two guys decline a deal, then it goes to the next, the next ring of people, maybe three, three or four, three, or maybe five guys. And if those guys reject the deal, then it goes to the next level, maybe up to 10 people. If those guys reject the deal, then it goes to LoopNet. Generally yeah. speaking, that's how it works. And if it's on LoopNet, it's already been you know, put through the ringer. Yeah. And it's like I said, it's like it's got to be a sweetheart deal if it's on LoopNet. I mean, it's, we all know LoopNet is the place where deals go to die. I mean, <laughs> I'm sure that's not the first time you heard that, right? No, no. I right? agree. So, 
I mean, I, I don't like. Sounds like I'm slamming a lot of people here today, right? I'm not. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not. I'm, I'm, I just. I keep it real. That's how I do things. That's how I run our run our business. I keep it real. I. I don't. No fluff. No. No nonsense. You know. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Hopefully, people appreciate that. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> it's awesome. Well, I just have one more question for you. If you, yeah. uh, I guess, what's the number one takeaway you'd want our audience to absorb from this interview? The, okay, in 1971, the U.S. was taken off the gold standard. And um, at that point, the dollar became just a piece of paper. It's a floating currency. And it's it's starting to make its, its race to zero. The more currency it's printed, the faster to zero it goes. Over Christmas, which was what, two months ago, Mm-hmm. We printed $1.7 trillion and sent it over to Ukraine. Media didn't even talk about it. Yeah. Okay. They're printing this cash into oblivion. And it's a fiat currency. It's called a fiat currency for those people who don't know what that is. Fiat currency. And just so you know, every single fiat currency ever to exist has failed. Without exception, 100% failure rate. We have a fiat currency. If you look at a graph, the buying power of this fiat currency is going to zero. You have to be prepared to, to really fight this off. And the only way you can do it is in cash flowing assets. I'm not talking about crypto. I'm not talking about NFTs. I'm not talking about gold. I like those things. They're all very nice. They don't throw off any cash. Real estate does. In Germany, when they went through several currencies, uh, I think just before World War II, if you owned that real estate and the currency, they, they switched it out for currency A versus currency B versus currency C, you still own the asset. You're correct. It's moved over to the whatever new currency is in place, but you still own that property and the people living in that property give you give you that whatever currency it is that gets, that gets uh, traded in your bank account. There's nothing else like it. And the reason why today, today now more than ever, you must be positioned to protect yourself against what's coming. And I don't want to be a naysayer. I'm not like I'm not a doom and gloom type of guy here, but I'm very pragmatic. And when you understand that, you know, we're printing dollars into oblivion here, the only way to really protect yourself is through real estate. This is why it's tax advantaged. This is why there's so much of it. There's no shortage of it. Um, just, I, I think that, um, knowing what I know now about how this stuff works, I should have been buying real estate 20 years ago, you know, or yep. longer or where I was, I guess, single families, but commercial, I mean, right. Mm-hmm. It's, it, it's, it's the best game in town. It's the only, it's the only asset where, where a bank will give you 75% of the, of the loan. Like what other asset is there? There's nothing. The bank's not going to give you money. Stocks. You can't do that with <laughs> nope. stocks. You can't do that with gold. You can't do that with anything, but yep. you can do it with real estate. What does it tell you? You know, what does it yep. tell you? Right? Exactly. Uh, uh, the banks on our, on our, on our net lease assets, they give us sometimes up to 80% with a 30 year amortization on, on yeah. net lease. It's mm-hmm. like, they love those deals. They, they know the banks know they're, they, they clearly understand why that is. So if you look at it from that perspective, if the banks are doing this, the banks are giving you great leverage with great amortization. They understand it too. Yeah. Right. So for anybody listening, that's thinking about getting in the game, they're, they're, they're not, they're, they don't really know how to get started. Get, even if you get started by investing in these deals, start stocking away money. 
uh, in the deals. Like, don't keep liquid cash. It needs to be put to work. You know, yep. not in the stock market either. <laughs> yeah, that's a great point. Yeah, August fifteenth, nineteen seventy-one. If people don't know that date, definitely go check that out. Yeah. I, hey, listen, the media doesn't talk about it either. Mm -mm. They don't talk about that, you know. Nope. And uh, if if anybody can look at that, there's there's a graphic picture. It. I don't have it here, but obviously, but you know, you can see the buying power going to zero. Yeah. You know, and uh, it's getting there faster and faster. Yep. So. It's a mathematical certainty. It will happen. It will yeah. happen. One hundred percent. It will happen. I don't know if it's going to happen in our lifetime. I mean, even the Roman Empire took a while for it to go to zero. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, but I think that the the disadvantage that they had, so to speak, was that they didn't have the internet. They didn't have the connected network that we have the speed. today. Mm -hmm. the speed. Yep. We have we have tremendous speed now. So I'm not. You know, listen, I'm not an economist. I don't know. All I know is is that I studied what what happened previous to us, and I'm looking. And I'm, you know, I'm drawing the comparisons here, and I'm like, you know what? Get into continue buying real estate that's that's all we can possibly do build and buy that's it build and buy now that's buy. that's the tagline right there yeah. i like it <laughs> yeah now augustino how do people contact you and reach out to you so if you go to bulletproofcashflow.com you can um you can go there you can see some of the stuff that we've done we've got the show on there too we've got our podcast um you can request access to deals too you can do all that fun stuff so uh yeah Sweet. there we're all we're all over social media we're on linkedin facebook I, i'm even on tiktok i don't do any dancing, uh -huh. so some, some, somebody, somebody out there is wondering has this guy actually dance on tiktok i do not dance on tiktok i don't do that but I, I do i do try to deliver really good information to the folks that watch so that's, that's one thing i do do awesome awesome that's great all right, so now we're to our five to thrive section. So this okay. is a word association game. I'm just going to rattle off five words to you, kind of rapid fire, and just give me the first word or phrase that comes to mind. Okay. The only thing is you cannot repeat the same answer. All right, all right, all right. All right. So I got I got to think ahead then. All right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. First one: commercial real estate. Money. Education. <laughs> Money. Wealth. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll take that one. Yeah. Is, is it just is it just one word or can it be a phrase? It can be a phrase. phrase too. Can it can be a phrase. Yeah. It can't, can't be can't be taken away from you. It's probably the best right. for education. Yeah. Yep. I like that. Action. Um, guessing money. Um, hmm, that's that's a uh, action. Uh, uh, energy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Legacy. Oh, my boy, my son. Nice, cool, and bulletproof cash flow. Oh, that's uh, that's wealth. That one's I'm gonna reuse that one. For <laughs> True wealth. Yeah, True not wealth. fiat. Yeah, yes. not fiat. Yeah, no, no, we don't do stocks, mutual funds, any of that garbage. You know, we talk about real money here. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. That was great. Yeah, awesome. Very cool. Well, thanks so much for coming on the show. It was a pleasure having you here. You bet. You bet. Pleasure being on, guys. Thank you so Thank much. Thank you. Thanks.